0: Heavenly Father, please bless this journey we're about to go on and the people we will meet along the way. I'm your fly attendant, Daisha Hunter, and I've been on this journey for 36 years from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, to Okinawa, Japan, Temple University, Temple May, Philly May, to Tochigi, Japan, and Tokyo, where I spent most of my adulthood and career in communication, media production, DJing, and entertainment nightlife brand consulting. You'll hear me reference this often in my content. I've been in America three years and the transition is not easy, but I'm starting a new journey and want people who love traveling or those that are nervous or apprehensive about traveling to explore the idea of traveling grace and mercy as seen through cultures, beliefs, myself and people I'm meeting along the way in my life journey, like the one that I'm with today. Please introduce yourself, sir.
1: All right. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for that introduction of yourself and what you are doing for a lot of people. This shall be um, probably bigger than what you ever can imagine here. Um, but just a little bit about myself. My name is Gregory Walker. I hail from Macon, Georgia, currently in Raleigh, North Carolina. I went to school HBCU, graduated from Savannah State University. Uh, also attended Albany State.
0: Black excellence. Um, So tell the people, how did our paths
1: cross? So our (laughs) paths probably crossed before we were all here with our (laughs) parents having uh, her, your father rather, and my mother having grown up together. So it was bound to happen. And then I think at some point, maybe 2010 or 11, I found you on Facebook and messaged you and kind of just stayed in touch Uh, ever since and then i think you were coming back to the states right when i was looking at maybe coming to japan and
0: Mm -hmm. just like um, everyone else that said they were going to come visit me and then they didn't
1: Uh, no you can't put me in that category because i was coming (laughs) you were coming, yeah but i I I left i I was coming (laughs) and you left before i got to come Mm -hmm. which is uh, again part of the transition and whatnot so that's uh, a synopsis of how we formally met right
0: your grandmother and my mom were really I mean your my grandmother and your mom are really, really close. Right. And so they kinda like Facebook introduced us. That's it. Because you were interested in coming over. An
1: interesting thing too was that my grandmother whom I unfortunately never got to meet, she passed before I was born, used to babysit my your daddy. father um, as well. <laughs> so it's it's um it's amazing the six degrees of separation here in itself. Yeah. Um, long before we were even formed so
0: PA and Georgia connect PA and Georgia connect now I wanted to talk to you because you travel a lot and I love watching your Instagram and just all of your posts and everything and I wanted to hear your story about
1: you traveling and where you've been.
0: First off, has anyone ever wished you safe travels or specifically traveling grace and mercy?
1: Yeah, you'll hear like the standard I've heard from people is, you know, safe travels. That's something that I send to people just, you know, safe travels. uh, Let me know when you arrive safely, that type of deal. Um, So that's Probably the extent of that.
0: What does that mean to you when people tell you safe travels or or you wish it to other people? Is it as deep as a prayer or just like a well-wish?
1: That's a really good question. I think that uh, a lot of times we probably overlook at least my initial thoughts is because you just hear safe travels and then you get so comfortable having flown so many times or traveled different ways, whether it's by, you know, train or boat. You kind of take it for granted, but, you know, those well-wishes in itself can... I think can be a prayer for some people, um, but with that question, it made me, you know, not it made me rethink about, you know, how how important that is uh, from someone to a person, and just not to take that for granted. Do you have any rituals or
0: traditions that you like to do before traveling?
1: Not really. I, I, well, let me take that back. So I say a simple prayer, like you know, asking the good Lord to allow me to arrive safely. Uh, a lot of times in my prayers, too, in relation to travel, I'm always thankful that I have the ability to go, um, the health to go, and I'm also mindful about the generations before us as black people who necessarily might not have had the same opportunities that we have today to go places. And I, th- I always carry my grandparents with me, um, even my great-grandparents, uh, at least my great-grandfather that I met, because I know like their struggle, and their struggles enabled us to be able to maybe partake in some of these opportunities that probably a lot of us may take for granted or that some of us unfortunately do not take advantage of. I think for my rituals I always typically you know ask for safe arrival and I'm always thankful that I'm able to go and just ask that I get there safely. So that's That's
0: the extent of that. The same here. I think I'm very thankful for the opportunities to travel, but also knowing that they didn't really have the opportunity to travel safely all the time, especially in America. They weren't allowed to be certain places, you know what I mean? Just that's the way America was. And I still, I think about that and I still carry that with me. Even when I'm visiting places, I'm like, is this city particularly safe? Is this area safe? So I think that all goes into the whole concept of like, safe travels like really really wishing you well
1: yeah it's funny you mentioned that too because i think what also gets kind of misconstrued in my opinion is um obviously as black people when you travel somewhere you you've had to deal with america Mm -hmm. and it's history um but and america puts in our heads our minds that it you know america's safe and these other places aren't necessarily safe when in reality once you've gone some places and get Maybe a narrative that's different than what they try to present. Like you haven't survived America at this point in itself is pretty amazing. So it's <laughs> exactly. it's um it's not always so unsafe as they make it seem. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a couple places where you may feel uncomfortable or times it might have been unsafe, but I'm like probably encountered that back at the house somewhere. And that's just my little two cents addition in that regard thank
0: you preach encourage someone today well let me know about your travels what is inside of your passport pages for people who have not started following you yet on your social media outlets where have you been
1: oh and while you got the social media outlets um you can follow me on instagram at zero two noop (laughs) i also have a twitter page but I, i don't tweet anymore like that so anyway and that's the number 0, the number 2, N-U-P-E, cap Alpha Psi in the house, places that I've been. So my mother talked to me about documenting these or writing them down because eventually you may forget. So I, I wrote Keep me a, a note in my in my phone about places I've been one of the things I wanted to a goal for myself was I wanted to make sure I hit all 50 states I said before the age of 40 so I've been to 39 states so far and then countries I've traveled to 21 but that's 21 out of 196 so there's a lot more to see there are people who've gone a lot more places so that kind of keeps me humble but I'm thankful that I've been those places because That's a lot. There was a time when, you know, I hadn't even been on a plane yet till I was 18.
0: What were some of those places that you've been?
1: Countries visited. Of course, you start with the the closest ones here. So you you hit Canada. You end up going to Mexico. My first time on a plane going somewhere was Dominican Republic. That may or may not be what you (laughs) think it is. (laughs) So we'll leave it at that. Yeah. I mean, for starters, I mean, I've been to London in terms of like England. I've been to to France, Bahamas, United Arab Emirates, that's that houses Abu Dhabi and Dubai, been to the Netherlands, Belgium, Germany, Aruba, Jamaica, Brazil, Egypt, Colombia, Spain, Morocco, China, Taiwan, Cuba, few of the places that I've been fortunate enough to, to visit.
0: Yes, we'll be coming with you next time, okay? World traveler out here, globe
1: trotting. Can't believe you saying that when you go to a lot more places I than me. I
0: feel like I have not gone. I know for a fact I have not gone to that many places. Like, I've been to a lot of places, but not that many. And now, looking at your list, that's a great idea. I do need to write mine down. I do need to make a list. And as far as states, I definitely have to start keeping track of states because it wasn't my goal to visit all of them. But now I'm going to a lot and I'm like, I'm going to have to start keeping track of that. Now, you said when you first got on the plane, tell us about the first time that you flew. Was this something that you were excited and looking forward to or were you afraid? Like, what was your idea about plane travel? (laughs) Because a lot of people are afraid to this day to get on planes and I just hope to encourage them to fly.
1: Yes. And this is a very good thing you're doing. So honestly, I was afraid. Like, I was scared of getting on the plane. I remember we took a drive up to Harrisburg. Hey, um,
0: 717.
1: Yeah, going to see my mother's <laughs> side of the family. So, on the way back, it, she asked me, like, do you want to catch a train back or do you want to catch a plane back? So, at first, I was, like, train, But it's nothing like, and this is all honesty here, it's nothing like the motivation at the time to want to try to see somebody. When you're kind of, you know, dating and whatnot. So I had this girl I was seeing at 18. I didn't know nothing back then. But anyway, I'm kind of glad for it because it it kind of motivated me to be like, you know what? Now nah, I'd rather fly, I'm trying to get back. I remember it really well because I had my Sony Walkman, turns of a CD. This was back in two thousand. This a disc
0: man. Disc man. All
1: right. Disc man. Prior to uh, this is in two thousand, so it was prior to 9-11. I just remember I had on I had the 504 Boy boys CDN that was like one of masterpiece groups back in the day, and I was just praying to God that we <laughs> so that passionate. we make it safe, and then we took off. I was in the air, heart was beating, but okay, we're in the air, and then it just and since then, you know, I've been on a plane. A whole bunch of times now, but I do remember that first time. I was scared just like a lot of other people have been and that's okay. Uh-huh. But you got one life to live. You're gonna you're gonna look up and mess around and wake up and be thirty five and then fifty, then seventy five and then you like haven't done anything. Or gone anywhere, right. Right. Mm-hmm. And the earth and the planet is it's used, And what you come to find too when you go places? Man, our imprint as black people is everywhere. Hopefully that answers that question thoroughly.
0: Well, you mentioned having 504 Boys CD with you. Now, today, if you, I don't know if you do, but do you have a playlist that you use specifically for travel? And if not, if you did have one, what would three songs be on your traveling playlist?
1: Good question. So I, I do not have a standard traveling playlist. I probably have At the time, who I'm listening to, and I have some songs downloaded so that when you're out of the country, you can still listen to them. And I use Tidal, by the way, because it's black-owned. So right now, I think, see, I'm listening, I think the artist I'm listening to the most right now, and to answer this question, I mean, Drake just dropped Nipsey Hustle. I've been playing a lot of his music lately, so those are like two that are downloaded in, in airplane mode so that I can play them no matter where. And then also, I always play Jay-Z. Like, those are the three I'm probably bumping right now the most. You know, I may get a little bit of, you know, r and in here, here and there, but that's probably off the top of my head the artist that I'm playing the most right now when I get on the plane or go somewhere, just feeling motivated. Mm-hmm. listening to their music with whatever it may be
0: motivational airport music Well, please describe a scary or unpleasant travel experience that you've had
1: so yeah that was one time flying this is for work actually but flying out to Missouri, I think St. Louis we were going. Oh,
0: that's scary already. Look at that. I'm trying to think, was it
1: St. Louis? <laughs> it was work-related. But anyway, I know we're in the Midwest somewhere. Terrifying. We hit some turbulence. You hear about turbulence and, you know, you may feel it sometimes on different flights. It's slightly rocky or something. But this one turbulence we hit, I guess we hit the jet stream or something. I don't know. <laughs> the plane did, like, if you're from my era, man, you know about, like, you know, in the 90s and stuff, like cars having hydraulics and stuff like that.
0: Oh, I felt man. the plane
1: plane legit did that in the front end of the plane like it did like a west coast like a west coast bounce so (laughs) it was um,
0: was twerking if you will
1: uh yeah it, (laughs) it did that and um they had me messed up and definitely praying to the lord like please send a line to him and yourself like i ain't gonna mess up no more yeah so that was that's that's the one that comes to mind just that real turbulence and the plane jumping up like that mm-hmm. so
0: yeah it's hard to deal with with unexpected turbulence because there's yeah there's nothing you can do but call to your maker say please lord let us get down safely some people drink some people take medicine but i don't know nothing can stop you from what happens when you get that feeling but i still wouldn't use that as discouragement for people to travel you know if you've been on roller coasters I love roller coasters. Um, if you don't like roller coasters, you can still handle it.
1: Get yeah, little or, bit of and, and the it's the thing too, right? It's um, if you've driven in a car mm. and lived long enough, you've been in probably a few situations where you've you, seen
0: your light flash before, or, your eyes or
1: just you know whatever. So. You know, planes are actually safer to travel than, than by car. Yes, and they that's are. A, and that's a data point. That's like not an opinion. Statistics. Um, so yes. anyway, that's um <laughs> just something to think about. But again, the more you do it, the more you get used to it. And then after a while, it'll be like, it'll be nothing to it. But everybody has to do something mm-hmm. first. And to get to that point. Right. To you got you got to start somewhere.
0: Well, what was one of the most memorable life-changing travel moments for you?
1: Interesting. I would, would say that it wouldn't even say that it's um this was necessarily my travel moment, but it's it was running into somebody who this girl I knew. Uh, shout out to all the beautiful black women out there. This particular woman, she had traveled this was maybe like 26 27. She was the same age, I think a year older, and she went to Europe by herself. Like nine countries by herself. And I was like, who'd you go with? And she was like, I just went by myself. And I was like, what? Me and so, and of course, she went with like a scheduled travel tour group, but she went by herself and met people along the way that made it easier for her to eventually have some sort of camaraderie on the trip. But she went by herself. So for me, that always stuck out in my mind. That was in 2009. I think at that point, I had only been three countries no two or three countries you know what I find that holds a lot of people back from traveling is they'll wait on their friends Mm -hmm. or have to wait on somebody else to go with them and for me it was like if you wait on your friends you won't never go also look to meet new people along your journey so I think a lot of my travels that I've been to probably 70% of them have been with people that I met in the last four or five years of my life Whereas people I've known forever and tried to get up and go on a trip got all the excuses in the world. Yeah, that was probably the memorable one because I remember that just got me to thinking differently. Like, look at this thing different and kind of go from there.
0: I think I remember you posting something like that like years ago. I don't remember if it was Facebook or Instagram, but it was your whole situation of, I'm gonna start going by myself because friends can't go. And I hear that a lot. It's like you, you try to spend If not your late teens, early 20s, after college or 20s, you're trying to get all these trips together. You know, people don't really have the funds at certain periods of their life. It depends where they're at. And it's hard to get a group to go somewhere. So then you sit there, you wait around, you end up never going because you're waiting for friends. But then it's scary to travel by yourself. Nobody wants to think like, oh, I'm going to go across the world or backpack by myself. That's a certain type of personality that will do it. But you should definitely do it. Definitely try it. And I always say I've never... Taking a trip by myself, or I said I'm gonna go on vacation by myself, but technically moving to the other side of the earth by myself.
1: Does I, that? I mean that's I huge. I guess that. Counts. I mean that in itself was huge too. Like I'm saying, I and guess thinking, that like,
0: counts. And you move to yeah.
1: Japan, and not that. See, it's one thing to travel somewhere and visit. Mm. It's another thing to move to another culture, and in this place, you know, ain't no. Black footprint like that over in Asia, in Japan. So that was amazing to me when you told me that, and then it was like, but that was your normal. It's like you didn't think nothing of it after you had done it
0: didn't even and shout out to all the expats out there all the black expats out there pioneering all the lands all the cities because our our networks are growing Mm -hmm. so for those of you that want to travel or think about travel there are people out there and it's so easy to connect thank you social media I went when there was no social media okay I was my space generation and that was going downhill Facebook was not here yet so now it's
1: where it was supposed to be it's
0: so so. easy to find people you're like yo so-and-so's cousin trying to come out to study abroad you know hit up this person that that, that is very True to too, because I think um, somebody's there to receive
1: you. A hundred percent correct. I mean, I think some of the places I've been. I went to Abu Dhabi, well, United Arab Emirates. I went there because it was a couple people I went to college with. Uh, shout out to Savannah State um, that were over there teaching. Made it possible for me to to go to that particular place and then you know visit. Uh, same thing with China. Girl, I went to school with was teaching out there, and I got to to do that so and when i was trying to go to japan i was like yeah, oh, you and me i was there. like you were there like and living there so it's You know, just tap your networks. It's out there. And with social media, definitely does make it a a little bit easier to connect than it might have been years ago. Tell us, where would you like to go in the future? I definitely want to go to, like, Black Africa. Um, I've been to Africa in...
0: Black Africa.
1: And and when I say that, it's like, well, what what do you mean? But, like, if you go to North Africa, that's more like Arab Africa today. Mm -hmm. I always got to say that demographics change, so people tend to forget that when they... Think about past civilizations over there. I've been to Morocco and Egypt but I hadn't been to like South Africa, Nigeria, Kenya. So for me the first thing I want to do is go back to other countries within the motherland first. Europe is always like a popular destination for us and nothing wrong with that but you know I'm trying to do more stuff that's related to us personally. You know I do want to go to like Australia, New Zealand and some other Asian countries so it's, it's a lot man and like I said by my if I remember correctly 196 countries I've only been to 21 Mm. there's a lot more to see and experience
0: well what's left on your states list where do you want to go in America
1: so I have the 11 states I have left um include Hawaii and Alaska go figure um North Dakota South Dakota Idaho Montana Oklahoma Kansas Iowa Minnesota and Utah are the states I have left to go and then I could have, at that point, just accomplished something that I know a lot of people don't. And hopefully, like, mediums like this or what Daisha's doing here in terms of interviewing, you know, people who are doing it, just can motivate more of us to get out and see the world. That's all I got for terms of uh, states left and on that.
0: So what's some advice that you
1: would give to first-time travelers? Um, First-time travelers, I would just... Mmm good one i mean it's easy to say don't be afraid to go but like with anything in life like you got to start somewhere you got to do something different so let's say if you hadn't been to out of your state right um just go to the state next door if you hadn't been there i know a lot of people like a lot of people had you know don't think nothing of it because they've Mm -hmm. done it but a lot of people hadn't or just first thing go to a state that's a few states away that you hadn't been to just start there and then from there because that's how my travel started honestly we was traveling to like all these cities and places we had heard about. So, you know, in mid and early 20s, it was really mid 20s. Like Miami, L.A., you know, New York. You know, I was like, I'm trying to go to all these places. And then after a while, that got easier. And then we hit Dominican Republic. And that was amazing. So um, <laughs> the
0: tone of voice change. Did you peep that? All right. There's a story there. We might it, have to get that yeah. when we
1: stop recording. So, yeah, that's um. <laughs> I would start there. Like whatever state you're in. Go to a neighboring state that you hadn't been to yet, just to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that point you're starting to do something different, and depending on what your family background is, you're gonna be paving the way for other people, be, just because you're you've done it. It's like, well, if they can do it, I can do it too, and then it starts to spread, and that that way, you know, your mind starts to expand. And you just start to look at things differently.
0: Well, specifically, I want to ask you, because you are excellent at saving and financing, well, finances and encouraging other people to be um, financially literate. Can you give us some advice as far as saving to travel? Because a lot of people say they don't travel because they don't have money to. What? What would you tell them to do or any kind of programs to get into?
1: Oh, um, good question. So I think um, this is where, you know, some ingenuity may come in. Your networks may come in. So, for example, a lot of us have a lot of people have necessarily been to college. And then you, you know, depending on your school networks or neighboring schools that you may know of, somebody, you know, is probably teaching somewhere overseas. So for me, when I got to go to I know China and the UAE, I got to go and stay somewhere for free because there were people already there teaching who want anybody they remotely kind of know just yes, to come visit them. <laughs> yes, we just. do. Listen to me. So, you know, <laughs> that in itself was huge because it's like they'll hear people always say, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come. And of course, they are BSing and don't come. And it's like, listen for me. So for me, that's that's my advice to answer the question is tap your networks. If you've been Uh, fortunate enough to graduate college you probably have somebody you know that's teaching overseas the next thing I would suggest if that's not necessarily the case if you can find one person to go with help split the cost on like the room and whatnot and you'll find pricing not bad in certain places, depending on where you go. Um, that's my next suggestion. So hopefully those are some good stepping stones for, for anyone out there looking to explore a little more.
0: Thank you very much for giving us your story, some of your background. Please tell them again, where can people reach you and follow you or even slide in your DMs if they have questions about travel and places that you've been?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. So my again, my, um, I guess the... Best way to find me would just be on my uh, Instagram right now at 02NUPE, at 02NUPE. Uh, and, um I, you know, if you happen to follow me, too, I always talk a lot about saving and investing your money. So, like, in 2017, I didn't travel to any international countries because I was just trying to save my money. Um, and invested and looking toward more ownership and do my part for the culture and legacy wise so I talk about that a lot but traveling definitely um, is something that I have a passion for and look forward to continuing and look forward forward rather to you all joining us and seeing the world
0: thank you that's right so traveling grace and mercy I'm Daisy. you can follow me at travel grace mercy on all of your social media networks just a blessing to have you in your story so thank you very much I'm glad that our journey is the destination sometime, so hopefully all of you will start on your different paths.